Hey everybody, welcome back to Engage on UMFM 101.5. These are your hosts, Josue DeVee and Cade Jones. Today we have a really awesome episode. We're going to be speaking to Artbeat Studio, a wonderful organization here in the city. They run unique community-based, self-directed, peer-supported programming, providing social supports, a working art studio and gallery space, as well as mentorship for individuals who are living with mental illness. The purpose of it is for recovery and empowerment. So we're excited to learn a lot more about what you guys do. And I guess without further ado, you can introduce yourself. Oh, yes. Hi, um, my name is Wynn Pham, and I am the executive director of Artbeat Studio. I came on board here in 2018 as the executive assistant. And then six months later, I was the executive director. And uh, here we are. Sweet. So at Artbeat, what is it exactly that y'all do? Do you want to jump into some specifics about the programs and services that you guys offer? Absolutely. So I'll start. It's it's kind of hard to explain. So usually I take people through on like a tour and, you know, I describe all three sites. So Artbeat Studio operates three major programs. And we also, in each of the site has the program and it has also the pillars that we kind of engage there. So we'll start off here in the exchange where it all started back in 2004. So here we have the program called Artists in Residence. And here we give free studio space for artists living with, you know, mental health challenges, but they use their art or any sort of creative expression as a way to cope and as a way to go on their recovery journey. So we give free studio space. It's more of a, this is where the community-based program is. The other ones are as well, but this one is, you know, the groups are in for, um, you know, six months with the last month really focusing on their biannual show and just really working on that trust and while creating art, but trusting other people, trusting each other while they're in residence here. And then we have our Studio Central, which is our Urban Art Center. And that is, we just recently moved to Portage Place this past summer, but we've been open since 2011, I want to say. And, you know, it's our Urban Art Center. We have free art workshops for everybody. Starts at two o'clock now until four um, daily and you know people come in they it's just a, a place for them to do art in the morning before the workshops we have open studio people are can come in with all of their art supplies all of their work and just work quietly and also work with others as well it's just really engaging and uh, this is where the artists build connections with the community as well and that's what we, what we really focus here at Artbeat, um, really focusing on that community connection, you know, because it's just so hard, especially for people with lived mental health experience. They're always experienced, um, you know, one of the symptoms is feelings of loneliness and isolation. And so just that real, that community connection is quite important for their journey. And at Upbeat is where we sell all of the artwork. We display and showcase artwork from our alumni and um, volunteer. They volunteer for shifts there after the resident program, residency program. And, you know, they can sell their art. They can sell all of their alumni, other alumni art as well. And the best part is they price we help them with their pricing, but, um, you know, they keep 80% of their sales and they donate 20% back to Artbeat. So that's kind of the gist of uh, the major programs of Artbeat. Very cool. Very cool. That's, that's awesome to hear. So being that you guys, you know, do art programming and run different sites and things like that, I'm sure that you have so many different types of people coming through from the community, um, you know, coming to be a part of your programming, be a part of what Artbeat does. 
why is it so important to have a place like that in the community? I know you touched a little bit on it with um, people struggling with mental health, of course, but in a more broader, mm -hmm. broader definition, why is it important to have a place like Artbeat Studio? You know, we always say here, if your mental health is well today, you know, but you may know somebody who's also experiencing some mental health challenges. Mental health affects everybody, so it does not discriminate. And here in our program, we've seen as young as 18. We are an adult program, um, you know, 18 who dropped out of high school. He's gone back now, um, you know, as and all the way up to 74 years old is one of our oldest. And, you know, it can happen anytime. You know, it doesn't matter if you're and we've seen teachers, nurses, doctors, unemployed, heavily employed nurses, um, you know, it, it really doesn't discriminate. And here at Artbeat, that discrimination and that stigma, you know, of, of having a mental health or, you know, just mental health challenges, it's it's kind of like unspoken here. People are free to be themselves, uh, to create. Here, it's just all about the art making, the healing, and we empower them to, to be who they are and not be their mental health illness or challenges that a lot of people inflict that kind of label on them. You know, here also the artists and the participants of Studio Central, they just really want that connection. So sometimes just a motivation to leave their house and not to dwell in their own kind of sadness or depression, but to go out and see the world and to make friends. It's really hard, as you know, to make friends when you're older, let alone, you know, older and also living with a, like a lived mental health um, challenges there. Yes, definitely. Definitely makes sense. So you mentioned that you have a free art studio. Can you let us know kind of what a day in the Artbeat Free Studio looks like? What do people come in and do? Yeah, absolutely. So we're open at 11 o'clock, second floor of Portage Place, just around the corner of Dollarama. And, you know, it depends on the participant. We have volunteers there as well. So our volunteers, we have roles such as receptionists, also sanitizer. That's a new thing since COVID. You know, greeters, artists, assistant as well. We have different roles. So if somebody has a role to fill that day, then they will come in at 11 or wherever their time slot is. But we open at 11 if you want to do just like open studio. So, you know, we have tables and chairs set up. You just do your own kind of artwork it's quiet there are others around that you can talk to if you wish and then at two o'clock we have an art workshop either led by our art director Marissa Hoff or usually it's an, an alumni from the program and you know our workshops you know the usual visual art like acrylic painting and such as that but we also branch out and we also do origami right now last week we did Christmas cards using origami and then you know we have other workshops jewelry making pastel rock painting anything that people mask making as well um you know things that anybody's interested or if we have an alumni and that's what they want to teach all of the materials are provided at the Urban Art Center. You also just need to come in and just do art with us from two to four. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we don't have an art workshop. It's open for our writers group. So our writers club, um, they will meet, they share their poems, they do a verbal kind of like reading around the table of their poetry, a little critique. So that's on Thursdays. And then Friday, we're back open for the art workshops there. And we're open until five. That sounds incredible. You mentioned briefly you were talking about new things as a result of COVID pandemic. And I was curious, was COVID-19 a major barrier when the restrictions started just in terms of impeding your work at Artbeat or not so much? What was that kind of like? 
Yeah, I'm sure for everybody else too, like it threw us in for a loop. You know, mid-March of 2020, we had to close all three of our sites and we just, all the staff, we just went online. We met every day on Zoom. You know, that for me, that was also a way for my staff to keep in touch, not only with each other, but also as a meeting point and also as that kind of connection, as well as I knew many of my staff. We're a very small group. I think there was only five or six of us at that time. We all kind of like live alone or, you know, we weren't living with our families and we weren't, I mean, we just had small family. So I thought, you know, we definitely need to meet every day. I didn't want my staff to start experiencing, you know, isolation and those feelings of loneliness. And uh, we delivered our programs online, which was great. But at the same time, it posed it, it posed a different barrier for us as many of our participants weren't able to go online. So we had participants who didn't have access to internet, who didn't have access to a device for them to go online if there was internet. Um, So, you know, we created art kits, about three, three, rounds, I believe. So we made, we did the first round with Winnipeg Foundation um, early on. And then we did about 200 kits with Safe at Home Manitoba. And then we did another 60 kits with the Victoria Hospital Foundation um, this past spring. And so these kits provided art and also instructions like videos from our alumni on the videos and as DVDs and as USBs for people to follow along and to do the art as well. It did pose a problem that our store had to close and also our Urban Art Center, which was a major focus in, you know, our alumni's lives. You know, they come in, they do their volunteer. They, this was this was their social kind of connection. And so being closed, those two places, you know, mandatory closure, we tried calling them or um, just try to keep that connection. If they were able to come online to see us, we did our workshops online, but Upbeat Artworks really got hit hard. You know, our alumni weren't able to sell their art, which meant, you know, they weren't able to get their 80%. You know, we continue to pay our rent at all of our sites and, you know, and and just those kind of things. And then, you know, when we came back, it was just on two weeks of what the new rules are. They were asking us, they were relying on us to provide them with this kind of information, you know, just from, you know, mask wearing to then when the vaccines came in, if they can come double vax, unvax, and we were their information for them. So we're glad that even with uh, COVID now that we're able to open with restrictions, of course, as we follow all the health rules, um, you do have to be double vax to go to our urban art center and uh, such like that. But we're happy that we're able to be back and able to have some sort of team back for our alumni and for our participants. Definitely. Yeah, it makes sense that COVID, you know, is obviously a very big barrier. Um, speaking of barriers, I guess, with COVID aside, what are some of the barriers that your organization might face in general, even before COVID or after the pandemic? What kind of barriers stand in the way of you guys doing the work that you want to do? Well, as with all, you know, not-for-profits and charities, you know, the life of, of us, of our organization is, you know, on, on grants and uh, you know, so just just applying for grants and seeing we're successful, um, you know, and just trying to find that core money where where we can just keep in operations without having to find new grants for us to stay alive is always a major one, um, just in general for charities and, and not-for-profits there. Another one would be like right now, you know, currently we are looking for, you know, just new space. Uh, Why we love being in Portage Place, um, you know, I imagine a space like a kind of like an art hub downtown where where we can have the Urban Art Center and up 
these uh, upbeat artworks together under one roof just to have something um, like that where you know people can watch and see people do make make art and also buy art in the same kind of area maybe you know um, have my staff under one roof instead of right now we're just three sites and four staff and it's quite straining that way yeah definitely makes sense on that topic, something we tend to ask our guests is if all of your barriers were magically lifted tomorrow, what kind of decisions would you want to make moving forward? What would you want to do with all those obstacles out of the way? Oh, that'd be fantastic. I would definitely hire more staff to help us out here. We have a lot of community projects that we do. Our alumni are out there teaching workshops to organize to other organizations and other businesses as well. So I would like to expand that way and and maybe pay our artists so they can go out there and just work and work on because it's it's a big it's a big achievement for our alumni to teach a workshop and you know it really builds up their confidence and it really really helps with their mental health and so if that wasn't a barrier and you know, we wouldn't have to wait for other organizations to approach us or to pay us you know it'll just would we'll, we'll just offer it for free and we can pay our alumni as well another big major one obviously like I said you know to buy a piece of property or something to house our art endeavors so like our urban art center sort of central and upbeat together as one like this little hub downtown i see it in my mind you know and we used to have a performing arts kind of component to it too before covid so i would like to have that back so we'll have a little live music our artists can maybe learn at upbeat also a lot of our artists learn retail skills so i would like to have an expansion more of a employment kind of program for our alumni to either you know, continue to learn these employable skills with us and then eventually get jobs out, out there outside of Artbeat. And, uh, you know, just, just being able to provide more for our artists in terms of bus fare, in terms of, you know, a lot of barriers like uh, internet and phones. Um, we sometimes have a hard time reaching them because they don't have all of these things that a lot of us just take for granted or a lot of us don't even consider a barrier. But, you know, there are many, many, many people out there that are without internet, that are without devices that have internet capabilities um, and to be in communication and to have that supportive group or supportive person for them through this that's something that any barriers I would love to provide you know so they can come and you know free bus fare for them to come and enjoy all of our programs for free you know and also another thing would be just food also something that is a basic need but we see that is quite a big struggle and a big barrier for um, many of our participants here that's incredible all very, very good things, wonderful things. And we're rooting for you and our fingers are crossed that, you know, these barriers dissipate and, you know, if not can become way less straining so that you guys can continue to do that work because those are wonderful things that our community needs. That's great to hear. How can um, people become involved in Artbeat Studio? How can people become a part of what you guys are doing? Uh, yeah, so, and you know, people can, if they think that they are a fit for our artist in resident program, can get in contact with me, you can call the office here or they can send me an email we could set up a tour we do intakes twice a year and we can accommodate up to eight artists at a time we also have people can always donate to us either that be online like canada helps 
or you could do it in person at the store. They can also buy a piece of art. All of our art are um, local. It is also one of a kind unless they're prints. But, you know, our artists, this is part of their journey. And a piece of art, and it's, it's not just art, you know, um, I mean, it is art, but you know, we have jewelry and we have all sorts of everything from, from knitting to scarves, even dish scrubbies that one of our artists um, beautifully knitted. But a purchase from Upbeat is a support for local Winnipeg art artists. It's a support for mental health. It's a support for Artbeat, you know, the charity. So just one, just one art piece like that um, can really show support as well. Sometimes we have events and if you want to volunteer, let us know. Uh, speaking of events, we have one coming on the 17th. It's our uh, group um, 33. It's their biannual group show. It's our first in-person show since COVID. Our last one was in 2020, like early January, and then everything got shut down and we've been doing them online. So this is the first in person show so on the 17th and from 7 to 9 you know it's free so come on down take a look at you know the art that is produced here and that's another way to support us as well awesome how can people find you we get like instagram names and like the website and everything like that do you have a phone number absolutely you can find us on facebook our beat studio same name at instagram you can email contact at artbeatstudio.ca and our phone number, the major, the main one here at Artbeat is 204-943-5194. And we're open 11 to 5 uh, weekdays. Perfect. That's awesome. All of our listeners, please go and follow them and follow along with what they're doing, the good work they're doing. Of course, you know, donate to them, find ways that you can support boosting their socials, boosting their events that are coming up because they're just doing incredible work. So yeah, to all of our listeners, please go and find them. One thing we like to do before we wrap up is we like to ask what song you would like to play after the episode is finished as we air on the radio. So if there was a specific song that you had in mind that would go along with the interview or that you just enjoy in general, please feel free to let us know. Oh, OK. I did not think about this. Hmm. I don't know. I'm more of like a early 2090s person and people don't enjoy music when they're sitting in my car with me. Um, but, you know, it's the Christmas time. I would, I don't know, maybe Britney Spears, um, Santa, can you hear me? So maybe somebody can out there hear us and uh, see you their uh, support of us. <laughs> All right, perfect. Well, thank you very much, Wynn, for taking the time out of your day to come and speak to us and educate us on what y'all are doing at Artbeat. Sounds incredible. And uh, yeah, just very excited to see what y'all do in the future. Yes, no, thank, thank you very much for having us. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll keep in touch and continue doing the good work you're doing. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. This has been Engage on UMFM 101.5 with your hosts, Kate Jones and Josue Davie. We were just speaking with Artbeat Studio. Please go and check them out and we'll see you next week. Peace.